the same age as those dudes, and what I like, what I liked about Illegal, unlike the 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 kitty rappers of the early '90s, Illegal used to drop the f bomb gratuitously. They were from Philly, so you had you had the youngsters, you had crisscross. Yeah, 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 Shaheem. Shaheem used to curse too. But legal, like every other word was a curse word. And it was just kind of gangster because I'm like, these dudes are, are 13. And they're dropping the 10 letter, they're dropping the 13 letter. They're just going in and talking about that hardcore hip hop stuff. You had Eric Sermon producing, you had Diamond D. People sleep with Diamond D, man, Eric Sermon. You're talking about fantastic producers. And ambassadors for for the hip hop community, man. I, I I used to I used to love. People hear me doing my awful freestyles on on the show. I always I always wanted to be a rapper, and just didn't have the talent or or the drive. But 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 I love these 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 youngins that was out here that were my age, but but spitting at those hardcore sixteens. And you had you had some you had some some really talented people, man. I think uh, you know, not you had ABC, another bad creation, and Aisha and all of that. But but I never I never liked groups like that because it's kind of like pop music. I always liked hardcore rap, even in eighty seven, eighty eight, when I was young. Like when I heard Rakim and Big Daddy Kane and the Hilltop Hustlers in Philly. You know that you from, you know, I lived in lived in, in Jersey as a as a kid, lived in Trenton on the other side of of, of the river. I used to listen to Power 99 all the time. Shout out to Power 99. And they were playing they were playing Steady B and EST. And and, and I, I know that things didn't end well for Steady B. I think he's in he's doing a I think he's doing an L in jail. Like I think he's in for life. Robbing a bank. All of that stuff. But I used to love that hardcore stuff. More more than I loved the pop music. I, I liked I, I never liked the the New Jack Swing stuff. Like the Teddy Riley and all that. This wasn't, wasn't my bag. Not hating. But I never really messed with that. I never really messed with Jodeci and stuff like that, man. I like that hardcore hip hop gutter Timberland boot hoodie wearing stuff. That's why I love Griselda so much, because it reminds me of that. But I want to share, getting getting back into sports, because we, we're talking about sports today. I've been talking about healthcare so much. I got to remind you guys how nice I am at sports. And that this MFR is built on, on, on the backs of, of my relationships with ESPN and NBC Sports Radio. So we love to talk about, about healthcare. And we love to promote some of our consulting services and all of that stuff. But, but I got I to gotta talk about sports at least one day a week. So I have a very unpopular opinion about Colin Kaepernick. And Colin Kaepernick, he's been he's been ratcheting up his public appearances. You saw him at um, Michigan, aka Scum, lowercase SC, capital U M, aka that team up north, hashtag TTUN, aka. Ann Arbor Community College. So he's at Ann Arbor Community College, who everyone knows I hate because I'm a I'm a Buckeye. 
I'm scarlet and gray until the casket closes. Kyler Kaepernick, Jim Harbaugh, who who is his coach at San Francisco, almost won a Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. He had Colin Kaepernick throw at halftime some of his receivers, almost like a little pro day, a little mini pro day at, at the Michigan spring game. And Michigan has a lot of buzz. They finally beat Big Brother last year, and they got mollywopped by Georgia in the playoff. But Michigan, going into this season, they're going to be very highly ranked. I think Ohio State's going to be ranked second in the country. Michigan's probably going to be ranked fourth or fifth. You think that Ohio State and Michigan, if Ohio State gets through Notre Dame, you think that Ohio State and Michigan are going to have a real good chance of 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 that game in November is going to be for whoever represents the Big Ten East and has a shot at going back to the playoff. So you got a lot of buzz. Kaepernick was out there and he was throwing. And and he's talked about, hey, he's ready to get back into the NFL. He's willing to be a backup quarterback, all of that stuff. And people who like to follow, remember I said, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think through stuff, people. People feed into whatever they're told and whatever little clips they see. So so they people process the 17 second clip of Colin Kaepernick throwing the ball in shorts and a tank top. And they forget about the other 11 minutes of, of footage. I have a very unpopular opinion on Colin Kaepernick. I love what he did for activism. I think his contributions to the culture far exceed anything that he would have ever done as a quarterback in the NFL. But Colin Kaepernick, if you look at Colin Kaepernick's mechanics, his footwork, if you look at him, the player, Colin Kaepernick is not, he ain't, he ain't Mahomes, he ain't Russell Wilson. The NFL has not missed Colin Kaepernick, the player. Now, should he have been blackballed? No. Does it reek of racism? Yes. And if you don't think that people having written teams saying that if you bring this guy in, you can, if you can bring this insert, whatever racial slur you want in, you can cancel my season tickets because it's bad business to bring him in. Not because he's wrong for expressing himself and exercising the First Amendment, because I'm a big First Amendment guy, both of Kaepernick and of, of, of Joey Bosa, who's an ardent Trump supporter and, and an OANN supporter. And into that side, these guys have a right to use their platform as long as they're not advocating any violence or, or stuff like that. They have a right to use their platform to... to, to I, they have a bigger platform than me. They have a right to promote whatever they want on their platforms. And I don't have a problem with that. I think Colin Kaepernick's done some dumb stuff. Wearing that shirt that said Kunta Kente, that's great if you want to be an activist. If you want to get an NFL job, not a great idea. Wearing the pig socks, once again, if you want to be an activist and highlight police brutality, which he's done a very good job of doing, but is that going to help you get a job in, in the NFL? A lot of people don't like my takes on him. They, they, they call me Uncle Lance for that, and that's fine. But the truth of the matter is, and it's not just as simple as he's being blackballed, which he is. Now, he settled a, a case with the NFL. I don't know how much money he got. I assume he got a lot of money. He got a lot of money from Nike. He's a global icon, one of the most famous people in the United States of America. 
But if you look at his footwork, even even during the the spring game where he's tossing the ball to wide receivers at Michigan, he has a bad throwing motion. He's got a long windup like Tim Tebow. He's shot putting the ball down the field. Colin Kaepernick never got the ball out quickly. Colin Kaepernick is an RPO quarterback that played mostly in the pistol in college at Nevada. And Colin Kaepernick can't come into just any offense. And see, that's the thing that people that don't understand football, they just go to the easy common denominator. It's all about racism. It's all about racism. And there's a lot of racism involved in that. But it's not as simple. If you bring Colin Kaepernick, especially to play significant time to compete for a starting job, it completely changes your left tackle. It changes what type of receivers and tight ends you have. It changes your blocking scheme. It changes everything because he only fits into a few offenses. The offense that he played in in San Francisco was perfect for him. The offense like the Colts run with Frank Reich, the same offense that Nick Foles and Carson Wentz ran in Philly, is perfect for him. Seattle's offense that they use with Russell Wilson, that works for Colin Kaepernick. But you can't put Colin Kaepernick into a traditional West Coast offense. You can't put him into a traditional offense where a lot of five- and seven-step drops because that's not his game. That has nothing to do with his race. That has nothing to do with politics. It doesn't make sense to bring him in. So it's not just as simple as, oh, we'll find him a job. He doesn't have the skill set to work in probably two-thirds of the offenses in the NFL. That's not a knock on him. Neither does Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson is so special that you you go all in on Lamar Jackson. So you draft left tackles, and you draft guards, and you draft running backs, and you draft slot receivers, and you create a whole offense around Lamar Jackson because he's great. Kyle Kaepernick was not great. And this is a very hard-to-swallow pill. And people will disagree with me, but it is not the NFL's job to stomp out police brutality. That's not what their business is. Now, they have a lot of African-American players. I think two-thirds of the players are African-Americans. So is it in their best interest to, to to show some concern? and be a part of the solution. But it's not their job. They're they're in the business of TV deals, and they're in the business of filling up those stadiums. And Colin Kaepernick is not good for business. Now, we know that there are a lot of owners in the NFL that probably are against Colin Kaepernick's beliefs. And that's part of the narrative, too, because we, we know that the NFL, they don't, they're going to do anything to keep them emails from coming out because you, know you know they got somebody on the wire using racial slurs against Colin Kaepernick. And they'll, they'll throw John Gruden under the bus. They'll throw Daniel Snyder under the bus. They'll do whatever they have to do to keep from the Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton type of uh, subpoena. But it's not the NFL's job to be political activists. That's not what their business is based on. And it's not reasonable for you to ask them to pivot their almost $20 billion business into becoming social activists. They're not Sean King. That's not what they do for a living. They're not, they're not Black Lives Matter. It's entertainment. And entertainment is what I engage in for, for two or three hours on a given weeknight or weekend to, to get my mind off what's going on, on on the grind. And people forget that. And all of those dynamics contribute to, to, to Colin Kaepernick. It's, it's not just as black and white, pardon the pun, as it seems. Paragon 7 Studios. 
listening to the Lance J Radio Network. wrong with him he ain't been acting like himself lately i mean it kind of hurt because we've been best friends since we was in the second grade did you know that and i try to talk to him he don't even hear me he's gone i mean i could look out for myself but man i don't know what he might do to steal the way he's been acting lately you my man and everything, but uh, I'll do a minute if I have to. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.